You're listening to Wild Takes presented by 10,000 Takes. Opa! Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. This is the podcast where we talk about the wild and give our takes. I am Dev. With me, as always, is my disappointingly attractive co-host, Zooch. And uh, the Wilder 0-3, Zooch. Yeah. I kind of blame you. Yeah. One that said they're going to get out to a, a 3-0 and start. That's, that's definitely possible. And... The blame is also on me because I said this team would be a much better defensive team than they were last season, and that is just categorically false. Yeah, hot seat you for sure. Yeah, uh, that was a hot – I wouldn't even call that a hot take. I mean, at this point, it's just looking like a stupid take, but I I, I really thought they would be improved. I don't really understand what's going on. I'm I'm in kind of the same boat where I, I was with you. I thought that the yeah. team would, you know, it looked like the team was going to get better defensively. It especially looked like the goaltending was going to be in a decent spot because they would have had the whole offseason to uh, prepare, you know, practice with Marc-Andre Fleury and, and figure out how to play with Philip Gustafson. Uh, wrong. It's actually Phil. Sorry. we, we uh... Philly. Oh, he doesn't get to be called by his full name until he plays well, so he's Phil for now. All right, cool. I'm in on this. So yeah, we, we, so. yeah, we did that on it's a bit last night with uh, and that was actually Jake's idea. So I was like, all right, I'm with it, and then we're gonna carry it over. So he's Phil. Credit, uh, credit, Jake. Good job, Phil. Yes. Well, bad job, Phil. <laughs> bad job, Phil. I don't know. We'll we'll get into the specifics of it. Yeah, a yeah. Little bit no more, need to a little beat bit on it right now, but yeah. um, but in the meantime, you know, let's uh, let's start the episode off you know, in a, a more traditional way with our cup clinks of the week. Zooch, you want to go first? What are your cup clinks this week? Yeah, yeah, my cup clink is the MLB playoffs. Um, there's been upsets galore in the NL, which is made for some entertaining ball. Um, and, you know, the AL, while there has been, like, no upsets, I believe. I don't, I don't know if you want to call the Mariners over Toronto an upset. I think anyone who's been watching the game all year could probably tell you that was going to happen. But I think it still is technically considered an it's upset. It's technically an upset. I get it. But, yeah, no, that was a great uh, couple games, some interesting ball going on there. And you got a dogfight in the AL between the clear-cut top two teams who it's been all season. The NL has been more wide open. There's been a lot of good teams playing over on that side. Um, and, yeah, you got Phillies and Padres. I mean, who would have thought those two were going to be in the NLCS? It's just been really good baseball, and I'm going to clink my cup to that because it's been entertaining. Shout out to the MLB for expanding the playoff and everybody who said that it's stupid to add a six team into it. Wrong. It's not because look at this. Uh, six team is uh, on the verge of going up two nothing in the NLCS and they would have missed the playoffs in every single format in the history of baseball. So, yeah, I, I will say, I will say that um, I, I feel real bad because I've been, I have been following along with the playoffs and everything. I feel real bad because every team that I've, rooted for has lost and yeah, so well, i really well, you're a say, twins fan dude Come i on. know i am just like you <laughs> know cursed. Like, we do the i have the the minnesota atlanta sports connection has never been stronger because of our mutual hatred of the saints and so many other things um that went to shit real quick 
Uh, I can't stand Philly, so uh, you know I want to say go Dads, but um, mm-hmm. now I'm afraid that if just I say go Phils, if just I stay. open openly root, so you know go cheesesteaks, I guess. Go Phils and go Yanks. Listen, man, we I've talked about it before, and uh, this is actually a really weird, fucked up uh, transition into what's going to be my stick tap later. Um, Philly is weird, man. I can't stand the city. The city of Philadelphia is, I don't know. They've given us cheesesteaks and Liberty and what else? Gritty. Okay. So, um, cheesesteaks. Not even the best version of gritty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cheesesteaks, uh, Liberty and a giant terrifying orange monster. (laughs) That beats like fans. May not be a serial killer. It would like assaults fans and kids, children kids are- especially. Yeah, yeah. Gritty's my hero. I wish that he was <laughs> from any other market, like yeah. literally any other market. God, can you imagine how funny it would be if like Gritty was like Montreal? Yeah, I mean, it'd be it any so funny. Fuck Philly. And what is Montreal but Philadelphia of Canada? Yeah, I mean precisely. Is <laughs> that? What about you, Dev? What's your uh, what's your cup clink this week? My cup clink goes out to Bill Guerin. The hospitable host of Ten Thousand Takes uh, night at the at the arena. I obviously wasn't there, but it looked like a great time, and all of the feedback that we've been getting was terrific. Um, you know, got uh, almost two hundred people packed into a tiny room to meet with Bill Guerin and you know do the State of the Wild and Q and A, and Billy G's just out there shooting it around and everything and. I gotta say, I'm I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this one on air, so we might have to cut this. But um, Marlo's Billy is gonna determine what Marlo's next tattoo is. Um, yeah, no, we we said that on the pod. I'm pretty sure last night. So I think okay, so that's that's fair game. Yeah, I think it's fair game. Okay, great. Yeah, so like the man can do it all. He can he can figure out what uh, he can figure out what a new Tattoo is going to look like he can run a team. He can just be just two, all around the, great hang. We did a we did a question like a Q and A with them and Dev. Since you weren't there, I thought this would be a fun little. Yeah. Little, how many questions before Mark Andre Fleury was brought up? Zero. I think he would have been the first question. You were close. Second. Okay. Was the first question. Marco Rossi? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, actually, I believe it was. And it's funny because uh, Bill made a comment that uh, he might still play because Zuccarello was looking whatever. Mm-hmm. Up. And someone actually had the – someone from obviously this question and answer circle here tweeted saying, Zook is out, Rossi is in. Oh, no. Yeah, Russo, Russo found the tweet because he tagged Russo, obviously. So I don't know why I said he found the tweet. But he tagged him in it. And Russo said, your source is wrong. (laughs) That was pretty good. Because obviously, while they were warming up, we were in the auditorium. So clearly, if Zuckerl is on the ice warming up, he was playing. And if (laughs) not, so I thought that was pretty funny. That is fantastic. Almost as funny as Jake being Billy G's bodyguard and MC for the night. And Billy just letting him have it the entire time. That was good. I love that. I love that uh, Bill's not afraid to just let. Lay into Jake as he should. Oh, he did too. <laughs> no, yeah, it's great. Um, Legend. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's terrific. Anyway, Bill G, 
William, William Guerin, terrific <laughs> man. Um, yeah. So let's move on to stick taps real quick. Um, yeah. I already teased it. Philadelphia. Yeah, you go first. My stick tap this week is John Tortorella. I genuinely shocked. <laughs> yeah. So like in the, in the notes I wrote John Tortorella with like 18 question marks. Yeah. Cause who the hell saw this coming? The flyers are, as we're recording this undefeated, uh, they're playing good puck. Playing, they're playing good, good. Playing good. They're playing good puck. They're playing well. Like they look like a formidable team. And like, you know, I think it was, I think it was our good pal, Greg Wyshynski that said like, even if the flyers had a bare bones, bare knuckle, just terrible roster. You can always count on a John Tortorella team to like give a hundred percent effort. Definitely. And like, yeah, we knew it. that they were going to try. We knew that they weren't going to tank, even if the roster is pretty bad. I don't think anybody could have seen this start coming. So uh, good for you torts. Yeah. Well, like it's, it's, it's the opposite side of the spectrum. Everyone thought Philly was going to be shitty and everyone thought the wild were going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> still, uh, three and we're still three and four games in, so a lot can change. This is not how it's going to look. It'd be extremely funny if the Wild wind up going seventy nine and three just to prove the haters wrong. Yeah, well, that would be something. <laughs> um, yeah, stick taps, John. I guess I'm not a huge fan, but I'm glad he's having success in Philly. I guess. <laughs> sure. Why? I mean, um, he's got to be up there. Maybe we'll do this in a future episode of like coach attitude to city attitude like yeah symbiosis yeah i guess like he's got to yeah. be up there towards the top of of those rankings cuz like i don't i can't imagine a better spot for him to be has there ever been a more aggressively philadelphia man than john tortorella my money's on no <laughs> anyway zoot um, what's your stick tap this week stick tap minnesota golden gophers the hockey team not the shitty football team who everyone overrated. Um, yeah, they're the number one team in the country, and they're hosting a bitter rival in North Dakota coming up this weekend, which is a top 10 battle in a rivalry renewed. I mean, what's not to be excited about? We got the Hasbens, who are former North Dakota players, and we got the rest of the boys who are big Minnesota Gopher, eh, Golden Gopher fans. And this team is sick. Okay, they are just sick. You got Logan Cooley, Snuggerud, Nyes. I mean, even your depth players, which I, I – they're much like how the, you view the wild. You don't know what one through line one through four is. I mean, they're all just good. <laughs> they all, you've got four good lines. You can just run them, and they're going to be a force. So stick taps to the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. I think they're going to have a very good season. I don't think this is going to be a short-lived stay in the number one overall spot in the country. All right. Nice. Tap, tap away. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, now that we're warmed up, we're, we got to get into the, the meat and potato of the show. Um, <sighs> listen, it brings me no pleasure to say this, but the Minnesota Wild look really – disjointed is the uh, let's, yeah let's go with that. I, that's a nice way of putting it um you know you're listening to this podcast you're you're a fan of the team you don't need us to tell you that the the wild look pretty good on offense the power plays go, moving nicely at a good little click. clicking well i'll say but, the first uh, unit's clicking that's yeah fair. that's fair, fair yeah. first unit looks good second unit, you know it looks about the same as work. last year 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who cares? You need one unit at least. Last year they and, didn't have any. And, 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 yeah. Good. And you don't need us to tell anybody that, you know, the defense looks terrible and the goaltending needs improvement. So, you know, that's going to be the end of that. Um, what we are going to say is um, I really, I don't know. Maybe this is just, maybe this is going to be the kiss of death again. But like, I really do think that this is going to be one of those things where it's going to sort itself out. Like I people like the wild have given up 20 goals in the first three games. Right. That's really not bad. sustainable. It's not really, really bad. That is historically bad. Like that would be, the and that's like on game. pace to 500 to 800. <laughs> that's a wide, uh, right. 580 goals. Yeah. Something around there. I don't know. It's, it's, I, think, I think, I think it's 584. I'm going which off the top. Which is insane. Yeah. Going off the top of the dome there. So I don't know. I don't know that one for sure, but this is the worst defensive start that a team has had since the Red Wings in like the early nineties. It's been 30 something years. Yeah. Like, and honestly, it's not just one aspect to blame. I, I brought this up yesterday. Kaprizov is a minus five. Right. As I think six, one, four, five, six, something like that points. Been on the ice for a lot of our goals, but he's been on the ice for a lot. And I mean, a lot of our goals against, which is not a good sign. I know you want to be scoring goals, be good in the offensive zone, but we also need to be playing good defensive hockey. This is what this team was built on for many years is playing good in your defensive zone. And it's like, they're not that just so many mental lapses where they're throwing pucks to open areas where they just, maybe you should go high off the glass or maybe mm-hmm. go right to the defense to have a shot in on that. And yeah, the other thing is the goalies have to be – they got to handle rebounds. I know that's not Fleury's game, but Gustafson, for God's sakes, you got to handle some rebounds. There's a lot of pucks where he's just fumbling, kicking them out to the slot. It's never going to work. It's never going to get better if they keep playing that way. And I think it's going to get sorted out as well. they got a nice two days off here. they got a nice – I won't say can of corn opponent because, dude, the Canucks have had a two-goal lead in every game this year, every single game this year, and they've blown every single game this year. And here's the thing. The Wild can't corn, but it's a get right game for them. They should win this game. Absolutely should win this game. So two things. One, Kaprizov is a dash eight. Oof. Holy shit. Yeah. Three goals, two assists, dash eight. Not good. Not good. He was he was a he was a minus five in one game alone. Um which like, yeah. So listen, he's gotta be better. The top line has gotta be better. We've seen a lot of passengers on the defense where everybody, I don't, I don't, I don't know what causes that. Cause like, I don't, I can't imagine that they changed that much of the defensive system from, you know, year to year. That was another question for Billy. That was one of the better ones I heard. It's like, I don't know what's happened. It's like, I don't see anything that's different. What's different. You guys aren't doing anything differently. So why is this? you know, turning into just goals and goals and goals and goals. It seems like every shot that goes on net, sometimes you're like, oh, my God, it's going in the net. Like, I've never yeah. felt this way about watching a wild team. It's weird, dude. You're just, yeah, it's, it's really weird. <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, yeah. God. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> it's like as soon as we get back on back into our own zone, it's just kind of like, all right, let's uh, – 
pucker your buttholes and get ready. Yep. Yeah, good. Or, or the first five minutes of a game, you're like, oh, God, when's the goal coming? This yeah. Game, first yeah. five minutes. But that all being said, um, you know, you, you mentioned that the, the Vancouver Canucks have had a two-goal lead at some point in every game. Yep. The Wild have yet to lead this season. Yeah. <laughs> and they've only spent under 30 minutes tied. Through three great through well, through I mean that one game against the games. Kings. My God, every time we would come within a goal or tie it up, like we did. Yeah, the, exactly. It would it'd be like Minnesota Wild under two minutes. Remember? It was like a minute later they scored. But yeah, every it, time we don't need to bash on this. It's it's been bad. We we know it's been bad. We know it can get better. We're just gonna have to see it, and it, it, it's gonna be a gut check time because it doesn't get any easier for the Wild. Like we said, it's it's Bruce Boudreau coming in here. He's zero and four. Oh, three and one, but you know, four losses. He's not going to be happy. We've seen how teams respond with him at the helm and mm-hmm. have the boys ready to play. And it's a team. It's the GM that fired him. He's going to come in here and he's going to want to hand us our fourth loss at home to start the season. zero and four. So, I mean, the yeah. one, they got to be ready to play. I'm sure there's, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sure that, you know, Bruce and, and Dean are, you know, cordial. I don't think that they're really, I don't think they were really super tight to begin with. Cause you know, he got brought in with as like Fenton's guy to be the guy or whatever. Yep. But I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's too premature to say this, but I know that people are saying this. If they start own four Dean's seat, does Dean's seat start to get a little toasty, especially Mm -hmm. if, and I listen, I don't, I I would be stunned, stunned. If, You know, if Dean's in the hot seat at any point in the month Not of October, but I'll I'll say the month. Like of like, it's it's something to, to keep an eye on for sure. I yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to be the case. And I you know I don't know. I have I I've always been a big fan of Dean's. I've never thought he was like the greatest coach. I think he's a good like I think he's a like a perfectly fine coach, but like even when he was getting Jack Adams votes in, was it 2020? Yeah. I, you know, I talked to you, I think where I was just like, I mean, good for him. Like, this is great. Good job. But I don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. He's, he's to me, not exactly the same, but I feel like he's, I wouldn't say he's overrated how I put this coach I'm about to mention, which is a completely different sport. He, to me, reminds me a little bit of P.J. Fleck in the sense of, like, sometimes his game management is like, what are you doing? Yeah. Shake up the lines every once in a while. And P.J., this man gets down on a football game, it's over. It is over <laughs> Gophers. They're losing that game. Great motivator. Um, great recruiter, I'll say about P.J. Sure. A terrible football coach, and I will die on that hill. I mean, watching his games, they're unprepared to play every single like good opponent they ever play, besides Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's like I was laughing when I saw people talking about them going to the Rose Bowl or even the Big Ten Championship. I was like, "It'll never happen with PJ Man. He's such a he just doesn't know how to make adjustments in game, and sometimes not to the same degree as PJ." But Dean has that same problem. It's like we just do the same things over and over and over again. It's like banging the differences. The difference is that the Wild do know how to come from behind and win a exactly. Win a, I almost said win a football well, exactly. Game. 
Well, no, you're and you're 100 right. That's why I, I don't view him in the same boat. I'm just making yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, you I can see like he, Dean's a great locker room guy. The players love him. He, I mean, motivates the hell out of them. And I don't. I agree with you. Sometimes it's just like Dino. What are you doing there? But with that being said, I think he's a fine coach for the Minnesota Wild. I don't think he is the problem right now. But, I mean, time will tell. Maybe he is. Maybe the defensive – maybe we did change something on defense and it's just not working. I don't know. It's obviously yeah, like, I, I mean – like, Oh, yeah, we're doing this and this different. You know? it's like, yeah, maybe I'm being maybe I'm being dumb or ignorant or something, but it feels like if you – if you if you did change something in the defensive system, I don't know what they would have changed. Right. Visually, it doesn't really seem like they changed anything, but I don't know for sure. Um, but if you make if you make that if you did make a change, you should at that point just like I don't know change back. <laughs> yeah, which is like, which is tough though after an offseason. If they did change, we're not saying that they changed anything. I mean, right now, personally, I just think the Wild are playing very poor. And there's multiple players on that list that are playing very, very, very poorly. And I think we it's it's one of these things. It'd be just like if the Wild started off 3-0 and and were crushing teams. We got to mm-hmm. see more of it, you know? It, 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 we got to see more. Well, the sam- it, yeah, the sample size we'll is... Feel, we'll feel a little better at where the team is, I think, because yeah. we're some nice cupcake games coming in. And, I mean, we still have a bunch of get right games. We're going to play Arizona. We're going to play Chicago. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know when we play Arizona. I just know we will play them there in her division. So. Yeah. Get, get right games. The wild just got to weather the storm right now. They can't be getting worse. Like on the defensive end, so. the wilds next, uh, next five games, Vancouver at home. I'll do next six games. Cause it's yeah, Vancouver, we'll at home, Vancouver at home. And then a five game road trip. At Boston, at Montreal, at Ottawa, at Detroit, at Chicago, and then Montreal comes home, comes to Minnesota. Uh, See, it's not as daunting as a lot of people are making it out to be. Sure, there's some good young teams on that list. The Bruins are good. The Senators are good. Uh, Senators without Talbot, I don't know, man. I, 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 they're good. Not yeah, good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. They'll and, be, like I said, they're young teams. Yeah, and the Red Wings are younger team. The Red Wings are frisky, dude. They're and and they got a lot of young guys who are good. We mentioned the Red Wings on this very podcast here. I mean, yeah, the Red Wings. The Red Wings almost beat us last year against what appears to be a much better Wild team. Yeah. So. Uh. So yeah, we'll see. Like I said, though, it's not a gauntlet like people on Twitter are making it out to see. People like it doesn't get any easier. I'm like, well, yeah, wrong. (laughs) You're very wrong because Kyle just won the cup in New York, just went to the Eastern Conference Finals with an improved team. They they improved from the Eastern Conference Finals team they had the year before. I mean, they and cut- the, the reality is they should have beaten the, the Avalanche. They just, they couldn't, they the couldn't lightning. keep their foot on the gap. Did I say that? Yeah. The reality yeah, is the 100%. Rangers should have beaten the Lightning. They were up, I believe, 2 nothing. Oh, and a Vesna, Vesna, you know, winning goalie on the other side. Yeah. Not to mention, I mean. Listen. Listen. And the Kings too aren't no slow. Kings are a playoff team that got better. Yeah, so let's. Pump we played three very good teams. Very good teams. Vancouver is the worst team that we'll have played. If Vancouver puts up a touchdown on us, then then I think yeah, then, then let's it, fucking then, then yeah. let's start to worry. That's what I'll say. You know what's funny about the Kings though? Mm. 
Tampa, no points through two games, comes to play his former team. Yeah, of course. So many times as the Wild fans where he went and played. He's slumping. He's not doing jack shit. He goes and plays Nashville. Boom, three-point night, couple Genos, and he's right back to the player he was. Eh, well, glad the Wild could benefit to that. So at least we get to see our old friend Kevin kind of get <laughs> yeah. a start. Uh, so. we fucking, oh, we should have kept him. We fucking nailed that <laughs> one, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we said it. I said a hat trick, and he, I, I, he only got three points instead of three goals. So my bad. I did say I did. I did think he'd score. I wasn't. I wasn't quite positive that he'd score. I knew he'd be the factor in at least two or three goals, though, like an assist, primary assist, whatever. Yeah. Like he was going to factor in. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much more to add on that. We <laughs> we talked about going ahead. We talked about what's looked bad. Yeah, um, about Fiala. Gonna, I mean, yeah. Let's uh, let's take a quick break here, and then uh, after the break, we will be joined by a very special guest from one of our uh, our pals over at Better Edge. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're a very cool person, and cool people eat Seventh Avenue Pizza. So go find it, follow them, eat it. It's delicious. Seventh Avenue Pizza. So good, you'll want to slap your mom. Our next guest is a very special guest. He is a self-proclaimed doer of things over at our pals at Better Edge. He uh, does a whole bunch of goofy stuff on the internet, and he has a cat. His name is Tyler Birschbach, and he is here with us. Tyler, how are you doing tonight, man? Uh, hi, I'm doing great, uh, but I will say one of my cats will be upset if you say I only have one. Uh, oh, I've got crap. two, my, <laughs> but it's all now. good. It's all good. Uh, I just one of them's a little research. more photogenic than the rest of them. So, uh, so yeah, Jake and Maggie, that is. named after the Gyllenhaals. Um, <laughs> hey. Wait, are you We're, just like a big Gyllenhaal head, or no? We, I don't know. When we met Jake, his uh, had a different name at the time, and my now wife is like, "What should we call him?" and it just, it was like, meh, looks like a Jake. And <laughs> human names for cats are the only way to go, other than like really crazy food names. But. Sure. Yeah. Hey, my cat, uh, one of my cats' name is Elvin. Uh-huh. The other one is Toots. So, Toots. <laughs> Toots. That, we couldn't change that name. If you saw, if, if maybe he'll jump up here. If you saw him, he is. Toots is a Toots, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But. Yeah, sorry to derail like two seconds in. That's you know, that's kind of my whole thing. Yeah, well, Dev, you gotta you gotta know this stuff. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no just faulty, faulty last uh, half-assed uh, internet research to to borrow a phrase from the ringer. Uh, my bad. <laughs> no, yeah, not all cats are photogenic, Dev. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah, you would think that I of all people would know that, given how many <laughs> how few cats I have in my life that have taken yeah. pictures with me. Well. <laughs> You should know because only one of my cats will jump up here willingly. I'll have also to that. Elvin out and be like, all right, it's the rally cat. We did it on the last live stream and he sat there for a good 20 seconds and was like, wait a minute. He's I... like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. No <laughs> He's like, can I go lay in my cat tower? Yeah, sure. Buddy. Yeah. Before we get into like actually doing a, a thing here, uh, <laughs> I do want to commend you, Tyler, because your, um, your daily or like sometimes daily uh, uh, best thing of all time of the day thing is yeah. one of my favorite bits on Twitter. Oh, thank you. That was, uh, yeah, it's, 
I think I'm pushing like three years straight. Uh, the only time I've missed like daily was uh, I got home from from my long a long day at work, and I posted at like twelve oh five the next morning. So ah. it's uh, it's it's fun. It's sometimes it's more stressful than it should be, considering I started it as like a hey, like let's just take some time to think of something nice that happened today. Mm-hmm. or something nice that's like interesting about the world or life or whatever and now it's like kind of like gets close to 9 p.m and i'm like i haven't posted one yet like what should it be but uh no i appreciate that and it's i'm glad people enjoy it um like i said it was just something for me to kind of take a second and think about something nice and uh yeah it's uh, slowly but surely um taking over my life a little bit <laughs> We like it though. A good yeah. bit is a good bit. Good, if yeah, no. One we, thing we love that good we love too. here, it's a good <laughs> bit. Yes. yes, definitely. Um. So yeah, let's uh let's get after it. Um. First things first. You're you're with Better Edge. What is it exactly that you do? I know we've talked a little bit about it, you know, offline and stuff. But um, can you kind of explain what your role is, and then also too for the dummies that are, you know, that skip through the ads of this uh, of this show and. <laughs> yeah. uh, and 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 anything else that's just been living under a rock what is better edge how it works and and why it's so fucking awesome <laughs> yeah for sure um so yeah i think to start better edge is uh, a social betting marketplace um my favorite analogy for it um because you know sports betting is not available across the the country here um where i'm sitting in minnesota uh not available in traditional senses but better edge uh, replaces that sports book experience where you're giving your money to a sports book and hoping that you get it back um, with more of a model similar to Robinhood um, or the stock market where I say I'm sitting at a bar and I want you know, five bucks that the uh, wild are going to win tonight or tomorrow night, uh, whenever this comes out or yesterday or ruin this whole podcast already again. Um, but, uh, I want five bucks on the wild. The person next to me at the bar wants five bucks on whoever they're playing. Uh, as long as we agree on a price, we set our money on the table and the winner pulls the money out. Our platform essentially represents the bar in this space. So it's a space for betters to get together, um, chit chat, talk a little shit and, uh, ultimately make some money and, and put some money down on games. So it's, uh, it's a, a great platform. There's so many features. I know the all the 10K folks are are all over it. Uh, hopefully, winning money. Um, but uh, does it yeah, count I mean, as winning money if we're basically just taking it from each other? <laughs> hey, I mean that's that's kind of the fun of it. Like that's that's where social betting. We're really hoping to kind of vi- like revitalize that as as a concept because I think everyone has a story of the dumbest thing they've ever made a bet on or the dumbest bet they've ever made, whether it's a tattoo bet or, you know, folks swapping cases of beer or traveling trophies, whatever the case may be. I think it's, it's just the perfect example of sports. And, um, and yeah, it's definitely okay if you guys are just winning each other's money. Cause that's, that's adds to the fun, especially when you get folks on, on different sides and, college football i think is is a huge one for for the whole 10k crew it feels like it's spread out who's who's rooting for who so we uh we'll take it all yeah that i was gonna say college is the one little divider because obviously like we have you know we have people like jack who are like uh, he's like a colts fan instead of a vikings fan but for the most part professionally everybody kind of roots for the same you know 
four ish teams with a, a handful of exceptions, but then yeah. you get to college and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think, uh, it's funny because with our platform, you need someone on the other side of your bet for it to go through. Um, so that, you know, you're throwing money down and not losing any money to fees is the most important part, but yeah. Uh, we, there was concern before I jumped on and I'll eventually answer the, uh, the question of what I do there um, that if we start in Minnesota and we you know advertise with Minnesota radio and advertise with Minnesota creators that we're never going to have people fulfill bets on the opposite side of, you know, a Minnesotan team. Um, but that's not how Minnesotans operate. Uh, I think more so than any uh, fan base across the uh, the country, I think, folks fade their own team more often than not when it comes to, to betting and rooting interests for Minnesotans, I think. Well, yeah, I, if you're smart, you <laughs> probably could make a ton of money if you've been fading Minnesota sports for your entire life. I'd like to say, yeah. <laughs> like, like someone just did a, a record of unders this year on the NFL. And like, if you put a hundred dollars in every game, you'd be up a thousand dollars. I would, yeah to see if you put $100 on the opposing team's money line for every single Minnesota sport in the past 10 years, you'd be up so much money. You'd have I don't know uh I don't know what the I don't remember what the exact number was, but I remember going into last NBA season, somebody did the math and it was like Off if you wolves, yeah. if you bet on the Wolves, if you bet on the Wolves spread the other team to cover you would be up like 190 units since 2012. <laughs> that is so sad. And, yeah. yeah well. But not the, that is like absolutely not surprising at all. Shouldn't right? surprise anybody. <laughs> yeah. And the like, have been historically bad for many, many years. So, and like the sad thing too, is like, if you did the money line, which again, like the money line where you're usually betting like two, you know, minus two twenty ish yeah. lines. Yeah. Even then you're still, you were still up like an insane amount of money. It was like, you know, if you did 10 to $10 units, you're up like, you know, up to like 10,000 bucks or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's that slow and steady, like winning where if you, yeah, if you're winning uh, 10 bucks on a hundred buck bet, like you do that a thousand times, that's, <laughs> that's $10,000 that you yeah, exactly. met over the course of it. Um, oh. And, but uh, yeah, it's who knows, maybe I'm sure there's someone who has never bet for a Minnesotan team and, their their better edge wallet is probably quite full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say. Ay, ay, ay. Um so yeah, let's uh, how long have you been with Better Edge? I they called me up July of 2021, so last year. So okay, a little so... over a year now. Um it was Greg and James are the co-founders. Mm-hmm. They we're doing it all. And, uh, the one space that they needed some help in was, was, uh, their marketing and social media. And I've, uh, spent way too much time on the internet over the course of my life slash professional career. Um, so they, uh, we had some friends connect us and heard what they were trying to do and just instantly was like, let's, let's go, let's jump in and let's, let's figure it out. Let's, let's find some sports betters. Let's build a, a digital community together and it's been it's been awesome since then. The the platform changes like every single day. James mm-hmm. is always ripping out new uh, new updates, and it's we're 
make sure to hit us up on Twitter or email or anywhere. If you've got some suggestions, changes, et cetera, cause we're, uh, we're always open to, to figuring out like the, the point of the, the platform is to you know, bring their initial, like, uh, what's the phrase mission statement was bringing the edge back to the better. Like, mm-hmm. so it, we're, it, it is a, yeah, by, it's a clever name too. Cause it's like, yeah. you get the better edge on your line, but it's like, OR cause like you're the better. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, the, uh, so the whole point is to just build the best platform we can and, and help give people tools that they may not have access to elsewhere. I mean, our, our external price comparison, I, I know a few folks that use the plat use that platform, um, to, you know, see where they can get lines elsewhere, but it's hard to beat our, our prices and especially with folks making their own lines, um, Mm -hmm. and making their own prices. There's every once in a while, there's, there's a, a big head scratcher in terms of how that bet went through. But, uh, at the end of the day, it's a handshake between folks and, and, uh, it's folks are, are winning, you know, three to 10% on every bet, which is really nice. Again, it stacks up. Yep, no, no fees. fees. Like we we want everyone to win. We recognize that they can't, but as opposed to you know a traditional sports book, they're hoping you lose. Um, and <laughs> and even even when you win, they're taking a little bit of money off the top. So you again, you if you're winning three to five percent more on every bet, that that really stacks up over the course of uh, a whole season of of fading Minnesota sports. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I know like. You got to have someone on the other side of the bet. But if you just go and you look at some of the lines, you look at something that somebody else said, I mean, it's to me, it's just like going on to FanDuel or something like that. Only I don't have to pay fees and the line is typically better. (laughs) I mean, I I don't have any issue placing, but like that's some, like when I send it to my buddies and I get them signed up and stuff, they're like, well, how do I, I, if I want to bet on something and no one else is that it's like, just go click on what that's people placed, literally click on what you want, which line you want. it's 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 the same thing only it's legal and you can do it in the state of minnesota yep and 44 other states i would definitely point folks who are having trouble trying to figure out exactly what it is we've tried to simplify it as much as possible with the like best available price tool um and the order book any of those if you if you click them or tap them will give you Basically, someone else's line is waiting for you to get picked up. Exactly. For for folks that, you know, are maybe a little more experienced in sports betting, experienced in stock, experienced in whatever, you can create a limit order um, and basically set those lines for other people. So you put out 100 bucks at a price that's a little bit better for you. Um, and slowly but surely, you know, one person might take the whole other side or 100 people might take the other side. Um, in small bits and pieces, but um, there's we look at it every day. We had meetings all day today about how how can we create the best tools for everyone for that right. casual better that just wants five bucks on a game, or for that person who you know puts a thousand bucks in a day. Um, we're just trying to figure out the best way that that everyone can meet in the middle. And um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm available. Shoot us again. Shoot uh, me a DM at uh, the Better Edge Twitter account, and and I'm I'm more than welcome and more than happy to help you figure out how to use the platform. So yeah, it's, 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 cool. it's a great it's a great platform. The, mm-hmm. My literal only complaint is that every once in a while I'll set a I'll set a line that's a little little too juicy and nobody bites on it, 
and then I I'm I and then it hits. Like I happened to be one time uh, during the playoffs last year. Uh, I put a minus. I put a Rangers minus two and a half in the playoffs, and they won by like five. And yeah. I was like, hell yeah! And then I looked, and <laughs> nobody took it. Yeah, and that's but that was that's part. on me. That's why that's why it's always better to fulfill fulfill an order right. than it is to yeah. uh, the set one for sure. And as the games are getting closer too, uh, there's tools when you look at your open orders that you can tap and there's a little button that says help me get this fulfilled and it'll tweak your price just a little bit um but it'll it'll help you rather than you sitting there at the end of the game with no action it'll uh you'll lose a couple cents off of it but it'll still honestly be better than probably a price you would have gotten anywhere else so yeah we're, uh, we're always working on it and the the best part about the way our platform functions too is just the more folks that get in there the more lines they're going to have and the more prices you're going to have. So, you know, you were sitting last playoffs that no one's biting on Rangers minus two and a half here. By the time the next playoffs roll around, we'll have plenty of more folks that that'll be maybe, uh, maybe thinking that that's a bit outrageous for a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say that too. Like when I first started on better edge, it was probably two years ago, maybe maybe less. I'm not sure. But it was tough to fulfill a lot of bets because there wasn't a whole lot of people on there. But I have zero issues anymore. I'll go on to any game, and it's like I have no problem finding a line that I want to place a bet on. And if you really want to place a bet, you're going to place the bet. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, the only issues are if you do something stupid like I did and try and <laughs> try and game the system a little bit. Hey, <laughs> and that's the thing. I think uh, when Greg posted a photo one day, we have like a – it'll show the spread with the prices and it kind mm-hmm. of ends up as like a nice curved line. And it was for one of the Monday night football games. And there was probably spreads from minus 14 all the way to plus seven for like the favorite. So the, the price obviously has to get adjusted accordingly, but it's, it adds a little bit extra where if it's like, Hey, if you want to take the, the underdog at, Probably not the underdog, not a great example, but if you want to take the favorite at twice the points that everyone else is mm-hmm. and someone else says there's no way they cover that, then then it goes through as long as yeah. you guys uh, agree on a price. So Nice. But I love it. Um, One of the best parts about Better Edge. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> exactly. truly, truly great. And we really appreciate everything that you guys have been doing. Uh, what is um, what's coming up next with uh, with with Better Edge? And, and also, what's your who's your who's your team, too? Like. Are you full, oh. full, full blown all the way? Yeah, I am. Let's I am the Minnesota uh, sports teams together. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm an emotional hedge uh, on fading Minnesota sports teams. I <laughs> am, am all in. Uh, I'm actually originally from Milwaukee, so I'll I'll own up to the Bucks um, a little bit, but not when when they won the championship. It was like, oh, all my friends back home are real happy, but uh, I'm sitting waiting for the Timberwolves to get theirs now, um, and I've worked in in sports in the twin cities enough i've worked for half the teams at this point so it's a little tough to to root against them so um then uh but yeah minnesotan uh fully adopted i've got you know the matching backdrop to match your guys beautiful uh artwork yeah. here and uh and yeah we're and you got a little 10k hat in the corner too yeah it's uh i got plenty uh plenty of uh merch zones from the, the golf outing it was a wild time yeah, yeah. And, as as always, it's always good to get out and and see all the the ten kers in real life. And mm-hmm. it's been it was great weather for this year, and uh, we oh, yeah. get 
plenty of folks the for some reason golfers really seem to like betting so it just seems like a good uh, a good tie for us to get out to to golf events and, and it was actually out. a very nice day this year i got burnt to a crisp out there <laughs> yeah um but Tyler, the next big, oh, do you bet too uh yes and no um we as a company kind of have set limitations um just to prevent uh, any anybody get, getting angry with us. Um, sure, make sure there's nothing like untoward happening. Yeah, right. but we'll we'll jump in. I'll do I do plenty of uh, kind of bragging rights, head to head bets in the platform. One of uh, our yeah. our big power users, Brian, uh, he uh, he'll challenge me uh, pretty much on a regular basis. Um, <laughs> so that's fun. But um, for the money side, I steer clear just to uh, to make sure. Uh, no one comes uh, kicking down my door and, and yelling at me. So it's all That's about integrity, the integrity. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big old. Uh, before big you old... before you were working with Better Edge, were you were you betting a lot or no? Uh, I dabbled. Um, it was mostly you know the like those more social betting stuff of sure case of beer. Uh, my my brother in law has a nice uh, Goldie Gopher tattoo. Thanks to him uh, <laughs> thinking. I was trying that was to fade, my, fade the gophers. <laughs> I was gonna say that was my next question is is uh what what's your crazy betting story if you have yeah. one? Yeah. So uh, what year is it? It would have been 2018, maybe 2019. A couple games into the season, Badgers were were kind of on the downswing, gophers were on the upswing, and somehow my uh my brother-in-law, big old Wisconsin sports fan, decided he was gonna agree that if the Gophers won more games than the Badgers in football that year, that he would get, uh, he'd get a Goldie tattoo. And, uh, I would, I would have got a Bucky tattoo and, uh, yeah, they, the Gophers ripped off like four straight wins and ended up winning the bet. So Thanksgiving we're, uh, we were at an uncle's house and walked down the street to the, uh, to the old tattoo parlor and got him the old school, Goldie logo popping out of uh, his gopher hole with his little little flag uh, on, the, <laughs> on the on the back of his arm. We showed up and he was like, "I'll just get it, you know, somewhere people can't see on my thigh, whatever, and someplace that's easily covered up." And the tattoo artist wouldn't do it. He's like, "Well, you're you're wearing athletic shorts under like sweatpants. If you're not wearing boxers, so I'm not going to do your tattoo." And I, all of us were like, "Um." okay and then we i agreed that he could go a different day and he was like nope we're here let's get it done and he got it just super visible like it pops out in the back of his like if you wear short sleeves at all you can see a little goldie popping out but uh yeah got a got a nice photo at the wedding goldie popped and popped in and said hello at our wedding so he's got a nice (laughs) photo with with his uh his tattoo sake uh right uh celebrating our big day that's terrific yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah, we oh, we did a uh I did a bet with one of my buddies uh for it was, you know, over a game games of FIFA, um my roommate in college fighting over who got the the bottom versus top bunk and we did a best of 7 series of best of 7 serieses over the summer before we uh came back to school. We played all 49 possible games. Um and uh but that's a little less uh, sports and a little more uh, video games, but still, still a uh, obnoxious bet that took us three months to fulfill. <laughs> hey, you know that happens, man. 
Um, awesome. Well, Tyler, this has been terrific. And um, even as a pretty regular, you know, user and supporter of Better Edge, it is uh, exciting and, and, and good to um, learn some more about it. So thank you yeah. for hopping on. Before we let you go, though, we do have to ask you the same question that we ask every guest before they take off. Tyler from Better Edge, Tyler Birschbach, what is your wild take? Uh, my wild take is that there is no way that there should be as many mattress firm stores as there are. Uh, it seems like every, uh, every strip mall's got one and I've purchased exactly one mattress in my entire life. Um, so how do those things stay in business? Um, you, do, but, you want, uh, do you want the answer? Oh, is it, is it a front? Yeah. Or, or do, money, <laughs> it's a money me. laundering front for the mafia. <laughs> it yeah it's uh it's to the point where i forget where we picked it up but my wife and i when we're driving around if you see a mattress firm you get to you get to hit the other person kind of like a slug bug Ooh. Um, and, uh, <laughs> that's a and, great game because there are a yeah. ton of mattress firms like yeah it's in, in charlotte about that. in charlotte where i live i'm not kidding there's a mattress firm and a chipotle that are like in the same building <laughs> and across the street is an Arby's, a Subway, and a different mattress firm. Well, <laughs> like the, it makes more uh, sense next to the Chipotle because after you eat that, yeah. you're gonna lay down. So yeah, exactly. Test out after. all the beds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some you know business sense, and I think we actually sat down one day and we're like, well, they might like own the the building and it's super cheap and overheads cheap, but it's. I've seen photos of their corporate headquarters and it's way too nice for, uh, for (laughs) (laughs) anything. We'll see. I may have just ruined any potential uh, mattress firm advertisements in our platform in the future, but uh, you know, we, we, we're speaking the truth here. (laughs) Listen, if you didn't ruin it for your platform, I'm about to ruin it for ours. (laughs) It's a front (laughs) for the mafia, for the mafia. They they do the money laundering. Yeah. Ever since, but, uh, ever since gambling got legalized, the mafia needs to uh, find a way to make a little extra side yeah. cash. So they said, "Screw it, let's do mattresses." For, for legal purposes, this is a joke. I don't know if that one works. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna try. I'll try the friendy A card. We'll see what uh, we which, go, ones, yeah. which one of these works. But awesome. it's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit. Yeah, we'll just we'll uh, just pretend that it's, it's a bit. But uh, but yeah, it's awesome. Great. Well, thank you again for uh, for hopping on and. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you later. Hey, sounds good. I appreciate you guys and, uh, and, uh, go wild. Hopefully, hopefully we, we <laughs> stop, to... stop the skid here. Seventh Avenue pizza could probably stop more pucks than Phil Gustafson right now. And a giant big thank you to Tyler for hopping on, joining us and, um, and doing it in such a way that, you know, we don't have to use an ad read to talk about how great better edge is hooray yeah. <laughs> um yeah. so yeah that that's about gonna do it for us here for the uh this episode of wild takes before we go though we have to give our wild takes zooch you want to go first yeah this one is gonna upset about half our fan base but also make the other half very happy because that's oh, just no. minnesota sports are i think matt but will not be a member of the minnesota wild by the end of the season um i'm not gonna get into it as much detail uh, about it because I realize sometimes I go off on a tangent and maybe not all of it's fair criticism because, you know, 
Sometimes you let your emotions talk. I just don't think he's the player that a lot of fans think he is. I, I, I get it. His analytics look okay. Uh, the eye test for me is just he's not very good. <laughs> I don't think he's very good. I think he's leaned on Jonas Brodeen for a little bit too long, and now it's affecting Brodeen as well. Um, and offensively, he's got to hit the net. I don't understand what's so hard about putting pucks on net, but it seems like he's always missing the net, which I realize saying I don't <clears throat> – putting pucks on net being hard. Yes, it's the NHL. It's not as easy as shooting the puck on the net, but he should hit the net a lot more than he does. And I don't know. I think time will tell with this take, but I don't think he's going to be on the wild. I think they could use him as a chip to acquire maybe a better defenseman or some more help on the forward end, which I don't know if they need it necessarily, but it's going to be a long season. They're going to have to score goals with how this defense is played. So that is I think Matt Dumba will be not a member of the wild by the end of the season. Well, which is a wild take. This is probably my wild take. Yeah. I don't necessarily see a lane where that happens, but I'm still going to throw it out there because I think it could. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, yeah, what that would look like. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to see, but I that's why it's a wild take. I, we're not doing this to make takes that are like, oh, well, I think the wild will turn it around. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Time. Love you. But all good things come to an end <laughs> at some point. All right. Um, well, in that case, I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to do a positive positive spin here. Um, I my my wild take for my wild take for this year or for this uh, this episode is that Matt Boldy will get the first hat trick of any wild player this year. We have seen him he almost got one already. I mean, shit, like yep. the way he, uh, the way he's just handling the puck down in, uh, in like high danger areas and stuff. It's tremendous. You love to see it. I don't know. I just had this gut feeling, you know, last I've been pumping Matt Boldy's tires all year. I feel like he has looked really, really good. He really knows how to, again, just handle the puck in dangerous situations. His vision has been terrific. And now, as of the time that we're recording this, they're putting him and Marco Rossi on a line together. So that's going to be real fun to watch. Wild fans got what they wanted. Yeah. Which I'm not against it, but... The grief squad is back. We got Rossi and Bully together. And the, the heartbreaker line, which I heard somebody call call it, is uh is back. I don't know if I like that one, but Heartbreaker, um, are you talking Hartman mm-hmm. and uh Zuki? Mm-hmm. Hartman. I'm I like the- how you said Hartman Watch and Zuki, and then we left off Kirill Caprice off in that. <laughs> oh. Hartman's more of the focal point right now for me. He has not played well, and I'm hoping it wasn't a flash in the pan last year, but I think he'll turn it around. I yeah, I don't think it's a flash in the pan from last year. I don't think last year was a flash in the pan only because we saw him do it twice. You know, <laughs> I don't I, I saw another wild uh podcast. He did it the year before. You who is banging the drum that Hartman has earned this chance, which he has, and that he is a true number one center. That is just oh my goodness. That is Ooh. so that is a bad look, okay. He, I'm a I'm a big Hartman I defender, he, big Hartman guy. Oh yeah, I, I love Ryan Hartman, dude. We love Ryan Hartman on this pod, but let's be hundred percent honest. Who benefits more from him being on a line? 
<laughs> I mean, he's yeah. the benefactor of him being on that line. He's going to be the one that, that, that benefits the absolute most. It's not correct benefiting from playing with Ryan Hart. Get real, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one other, one other thing to to just be aware of. Uh, Matt Boldy and uh, Matt Boldy has drawn the most uh, penalties that don't include fights uh, of any Very player nice. on the team. So he's getting this team on the power play. Him and Kaprizov both. So I like their chances for that. Love it. I like that a lot. So yeah, hooray. Terrific. That is going to do it for us uh, on this week's episode of the Wild Takes podcast. If you, uh, as always, thanks for listening. And we have been presented by 10,000 Takes. Go give us a follow on social media at Wild Takes 10K. And make sure to follow along with the rest of the 10K guys as well. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you hate the show, tell your enemies. That's a win-win for you. And remember, it's not just about working hard and having fun. It's about fucking winning. Stay safe out there, folks. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Folks, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably somebody. Jesus Christ. God damn it. Hey, you're okay, Minnie. Apparently she didn't like the podcast read. All right. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are 